Hi, Strange Planet subscribers, Richard Serrett here. I have a special piece of audio that I'm going to play for you today. It's from the highly anticipated second season of the hit podcast, Proof, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Proof is an investigative true crime podcast co-hosted by Susan Simpson of Undisclosed and Jacinda Davis of Evil Lives Here. In Proof Season 1, attorney Susan Simpson and Jacinda Davis investigated a case in Rome, Georgia and uncovered powerful new evidence that rapidly led to the release of two innocent men who as teenagers had been falsely convicted of a fictitious conspiracy to murder a friend. Daryl Lee Clark and Kane Joshua Story were sentenced to life in prison for the murder of their friend, Brian Bowling, when they were just 18 years old. 25 years later, on December 8, 2022, Clark and Story were finally freed, based on evidence unearthed by proof. The second season of Proof, Murder at the Warehouse, takes Susan and Jacinda to Manteca, California, where they reinvestigate the murder of 18-year-old Rene Ramos on June 5th, 2000, Ramos's body was found buried under a pile of debris inside the shell of a new Home Depot building. Despite tips hinting at alternative suspects, tips that were ignored until now, Renee's boyfriend, 18-year-old skateboarder Jake Silva, and Ty Lopez, the 33-year-old uncle of one of Jake's close friends, were arrested for her murder. The questionable testimony of a 14-year-old boy was the key evidence used to convict them both to life in prison. I'm about to play a clip from Proof, Murder at the Warehouse. If you get hooked on the story like I did, don't forget to subscribe to Proof wherever you get your podcasts so you can follow the case as Susan and Jacinda uncover long-overlooked evidence about what really happened to Renee. I hope you enjoy it. This is the missing poster that I made the night that I found out that she was missing. And I just remember we drove all over the place. We were just putting them everywhere. It was June of 2000 in the small town of Manteca in California's Central Valley. Amber was just finishing up her junior year of high school, and she was looking forward to a summer of hanging out with her friends, including her best friend, 18-year-old Renee Ramos. Then that Friday, the phone rang. It was Renee's mother. That was like the first thing that Donna said when she called me. She said, Jake says Renee's missing. He doesn't know where she is at. Jake Silva, also 18 years old, was Renee's boyfriend of nearly a year. Jake and Renee were basically always together 24-7. As soon as Donna said that Jake couldn't find her, that's when I thought something was not right. That's when Amber started making the posters. In big bubble letters, she'd written the word missing above a smiling photo of Renee. What is the bottom? paragraph say there? It says, our Renee has been missing since Monday morning, Memorial Day. We miss every bit of our little valley girl. We hope she comes home as the same beautiful young woman we remember her as. That weekend, Renee's friends posted flyers all around the town, asking everyone they saw if they'd seen Renee. No one had. Renee's friend Lori remembers being worried, but not panicked, when she found out that no one knew where Renee was. In my mind, she had just been missing. Because it doesn't happen in this town, you know? Right. I was just concerned. I don't think I wanted to think the worst, so it was more like, I feel like she might have been hiding somewhere, but, you know, if she wasn't 
Renee's friends and family kept hoping and expecting that she'd turn up, but she didn't. And then, on Monday morning, their worst fears were confirmed. How'd you find out this thing had happened? My mom called me and said, Lori, um, the police found a body of a girl, and they think that it's Renee. Like, they're pretty sure it's Renee. And I just remember crying. Three people were arrested for the rape and murder of Renee Ramos. One of them was her boyfriend, Jake Silva. But until recently, Renee's friends hadn't known there might be reasons to question whether Jake and his co-defendants had actually committed the crimes they were accused of. That's why I'm so confused about everything, because I was so young when all this information hit me. And right. then, of we course, you're trying kids. to move on with your life later on. So I didn't understand anything that was being told to me because it didn't make sense. But like, how am I supposed to make sense of this? Right. I just had to accept what came out of it. But I do remember always just being confused about it. All the evidence and everything that was brought up to the surface. I literally remember asking myself, so what really happened? What is the actual truth? This whole time we just believed what we were told. If evidence proves different, it's definitely going to be upsetting. If that's the case. If he didn't do it, who did? Right. That needs to be found. Who did? 